Good morning. Welcome to Pierce Point Community Church, everyone here in person and everyone watching online. My name is Don Adams. I'm a deacon in training and the youth leader here at Pierce Point Community Church. And I am blessed to be here and do, doing the devotional with you guys this morning. Um, we have been kind of going over a few different topics these last few weeks and how they pertain to the coming back of the Lord and, and these different things. And, you know, it's, it's always ironic to me, you know, our, our elders, they, they're very intentional about what they do. Uh, it's, you know, when, they, when they're assigning these topics, it's never like just willy-nilly. They're not drawn out of a hat and going, yeah, those ones are going to be really good for Dylan. It's, it's, not, it's not how it happens. So, like last week, Adam did an amazing devotional on anxiety and how to handle that with the Lord. And if you didn't see that, you should go watch it because it was phenomenal. Uh, but he was dealing with anxiety and, and issues that come with that. So they're very intentional about what they do. So they gave me a devotional on trials. All of us deal with trials, um, but specifically trials in regards to James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. Before I read this, though, how many of you just love trials in your life? Mark's a liar. <laughs> I hear you complain too much to, for you to be considering it all joy. <laughs> None of us wake up in the morning and go, yes, another trial. Another thing we've got to deal with, right? And nobody's joyful about these things. Well, James 1, verses 2 through 4 kind of challenges us, us on that. It's, James tells us, consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that, it's, that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So James is telling you, you should consider it all joy when you face various, various trials. How different is that? How countercultural is that? Nobody's waking up in the morning and, go, and going, yeah, my car didn't start this morning. Woo! Oh, I, I got demoted at work. Let's go. Like, oh, I'm dealing with health problems. Nobody's doing that. But we should and we can. Not through, not through our strength, but through his, right? So let's break this apart. What does it mean by various trials? Exactly what you think. Uh, trials and tribulations can be simply defined as a difficult experience, problems, etc. That's, that's how the Merriam-Webster Dictionary would, uh, would explain that. They're plainly bad things or times that we endure, right? The idea of a trial, I think that sometimes we look at, at a trial as a, uh, an, almost an enticement to sin. And it's not, it's not always that. It's not always, you know, having to turn your eyes away so you don't lust or so you don't lie. Like, that's not... It's not necessarily the trial that we're talking about here. These are things that are going to build up your faith, things that are going to draw you near to the Lord, if handled correctly. Um, that's a big if. Examples, um, you know, a, a young bird is said to test its wings when it comes out of the, uh, out of the nest for the first time, right? The, the Queen of Sheba was said to have come to test Solomon's wisdom. God was said to be testing Abraham when he called for the sacrifice of Isaac, things that all of us deal with. Our trials sometimes look like health issues, or relationship issues, or financial issues, or just life issues, right? Now, what is the purpose of these trials? Well, James says this to produce endurance, and that endurance can have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Plainly, these trials, if handled correctly, 
are meant to draw you near to the Father, to build your faith in him, to build your endurance, right? When we're talking about endurance and, and why it builds your, your endurance, I've always thought about it like this. This idea of, let's say, I'll, I'll use Nathan for example. You know, Nathan and I are, I consider him a good friend. He probably doesn't consider me a good friend. but. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do we have a dryer I can iron, I can throw this shirt in? Like, Lord have mercy. Oh, but <laughs> but he's not my friend anymore. I'm gonna move on to somebody else. So the more the, the more that I go through things, and Nathan is there. He's in my corner, right? He, he's there to help me through whatever thing I'm dealing with in that moment, and. Then I do, I do go through something else, and he's still right there, helping me through it, providing needs, whatever, whatever that looks like, right? I know the next time that I go through something that he's in my corner. And the more that he helps me through things that I'm dealing with, the more I know I can depend on him. And, it, and I know that I can endure the things that I'm going through because I have somebody to lean on. Somebody's in my corner. That's exactly what the Father is to all of us. If handled correctly, when we go through our trials, we can, go, we can lean on him. And he says, I will not leave you nor forsake you. He's there. I always tell the youth kids, it's, it's silly, but it, I, I really, I, I, I want them to think of it like this. Is God is not playing hide and seek with you. He's not, he's not in a closet somewhere giggling, waiting for you to find him. That's not, that's not what he's doing. He's right there, right next to you, just waiting for you to say, I really need you. And recognize that need. Then he's there to help you through. And the more that he helps you through, the more that he allows you to endure and gives you the strength to keep pushing forward, the more faith that you have in him about his love for you, his care for you, his mercy for you, and you know that you can depend on him more and more. So it builds your endurance, right? Now, why does that endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect, complete, lacking in nothing. That was a weird thing for me because when we hear lacking in nothing, we're instantly, we're, we're very literal people. We're like, lacking in nothing, woo! Like, I'm, I'm perfect, I, I'll lack nothing. It's not what it's saying. But it's saying that that endurance, that faith, will lead to perfection. It will lead you to a lacking in nothing because when you know that you can depend on him and you have that level of endurance, it says I can depend on him. You won't lack in nothing because you've got him in your corner, right? So let's go to the hard part of the scripture. We say, uh oh. <laughs> How do we consider it all joy? Good question. When we are faced with trials, we have to understand who it is that we draw the strength from, who it is that will allow us to endure who it is that is in the fire with us, right? If we understand who is there and, the, and what the outcome is of this trial, you can count it all joy. Now, that's uncomfortable to think about. Because again, none of us are sitting here going, bring on the trial, Lord. Nobody's saying that prayer. I've never said that prayer. I've prayed, Lord, purify me, you know, you know, sanctify me, all of these things, but I've never said, bring on the trial. Like that's, I've never done that. 
I always, when talking about this, I always think of the, um, the process of how gold is made, how it's purified. Uh, gold is one of the things that I'm going to skip some steps because, you know, I don't, I've never made gold in my life. But, you know, they'll take this and they'll heat it up really hot. They'll add some things, some different minerals and all that nonsense. But um, they heat it up really hot and the stuff that doesn't belong in the gold, it flows to the top. And they're actually able to, to remove that, right? And then you'll be able to get pure gold. The same way, the purpose of these trials is for God to heat you up. To remove the things that don't belong. And if we understand that and we trust him, we can be joyful in the midst of a trial. I've got two examples for you, and I'm going to try to make this quick. Um... I met a guy a few weekends ago that did a, a, a talk on this exact idea of trials and perseverance and all, all of these things. And I can't remember what kind of cancer he had. He had it twice, but he had this cancer, and he's talking, and he's talking about this idea of being joyful, considering it all joy in the midst of trials. And he spoke of a time where he and his wife are on their knees next to their bed thanking God for this cancer. Now, how crazy is that, right? That doesn't make any sense. But then he explains his mindset. It's not that we're cynical. We're not like, yeah, sickness, woo! Like, we're not doing that. That's not, that's not what he's doing. But what he is thanking God for is that he's going to be glorified through it, through, through the way that he handles it, the way that he depends on the Lord, the faith that he shows in the midst of that. God will be glorified through it. And the Lord healed him of that cancer. Beautiful thing. And then it came back like a year later. But he was joyful because he knew that he, he knew the father that would bring him through it. And the father that would be glorified through it, right? One other thing, and I'll, I'll keep it short, but it's ironic to be talking about trials today because we all deal with trials. Um, but I've, I've been faced with some trials recently. Um, you know, I've obviously... This is a newish shirt. It's probably why it's wrinkled and I haven't uh, really ironed it or anything. But that's because I'm running out of clothes because all, all my other clothes are too big now. But about three months ago, almost four months ago, I uh, found out that my health was the worst it's ever been. My blood pressure was crazy. I had sugar levels past 430, an A1C of 12.9, um, all this craziness. Uh, pretty much from what Google said, I wouldn't be around much longer. And I had a choice to make. Um, I was faced with the truth, the consequences of my actions, and I could, I could get upset and go into the hopeless pit that I'd found myself in many, many times before. Well, I'm never going to become anything more. I, don't, I can't get out of this. Or I could say, I can't do it, but I know a father that can, and I can depend upon him. So when faced with this trial... I looked at my father and I said, I'm weak. I love cookies. Like, I need, I need your help. And every step of the way, he's been there to, to give me the strength to endure and to push forward. And the crazy thing is, this is just how amazing our father is. Through that, through me trusting in him in this trial, the discipline that he's built in me through getting healthier and, 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 and just being more 
aware of my situation, that discipline has leaked into every other area of my life. So I'm, I'm, I'm improving the health of my household. I'm improving the, li- the life of the people in my household and the people that are around me, other diabetics. Like I'm encouraging them to do better because of what he's done in me. His strength has produced an endurance in me. And now that endurance and that discipline gets to flow into others around me. It's all about how you react to these trials. So I urge you, when a trial comes your way, remember the one who, who, who is your strength and your weakness. Remember the one who says, I will not leave you nor forsake you. God isn't going, ah, here's another trial. It's a, sorry, it's a closed book test. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the teacher and just kind of stand over here. He's not doing that. He's saying, here's another, here's another trial this world has thrown at you. But I've overcome this world. Let me help you. Depend on him. Let him be your strength. And let his strength build endurance in you. And let that bring glory to the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you're so good to us. We thank you that even though we face many trials, we're not alone. You don't walk away. You don't close your eyes to our struggles. You're there to hold our hand, to bring us through. Thank you for the endurance. Thank you for your love and your mercy. Lord, I ask that you speak speak through Nathan as he delivers a message today and just give us all a heart to to find joy in the trials, knowing that you are the one who delivers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.